0: can you give us the intro that you do brave nation
1: ladies and gentlemen to all those watching in the magnificent kingdom of brain and the millions watching around the world are you ready
0: <laughs> wow how did he practice
1: that <laughs> long time <laughs> it's easy to see who trains and who doesn't right if they're announcing it oh, yeah 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 because yeah. you can't fake that you can't that's what
0: i'm saying you, like, but yeah. you
1: either know what an Plata is or you don't no. right yeah. it, and you, i don't you, right. you either <laughs> that, that, know that's it, what i'm saying that's yeah. what i was A saying is, is or you don't yeah. right i mean yeah. there's there's different terms um i was fortunate i got in with the brazilian community i used to date you know big nog mm, uh mm, nogara mm. uh, minotaro and his brother um i used to date their sister Baby, oh, okay. not so. That I, must have went well. I it had to go well, they, they just, especially when we broke up. I was more concerned about the brothers, the brothers. than her. <laughs> I'm like, baby, you know, I'm a good guy, and You're not worried about a broken heart. It didn't work. Yeah, I'm worried about a broken shoulder and in uh, yeah. legs. So, but these guys, they, they were so awesome, um, but I got implemented like uh, when I, uh, doing jujitsu with Eduardo Telles and Andre Galvo and uh, the Minotaro and uh, the Noguera brothers and all that. So that gave me kind of an in on that, yeah. you know? Um, so I still try to do uh, jujitsu. It's kind of a lifelong thing for me. And Are you a black belt? I'm a purple belt, but according to my master I should be a black belt because okay. I've actually refused um um uh, advancements. Yeah. Which I don't think many people have done because I just didn't feel I was worthy w- worthy or ready. Yeah, I'm really hard on myself on that. Okay. So, uh I'm up for a brown belt. He said, you know, very very soon and they may even do it like in Bahrain oh, at a cool. show which would be really cool. Yeah. So, um Anyway, but that's, that's kind of like the guy I am, right? If I, I don't want anything...
0: You're a stand-up guy. I want something. it real, yeah. You're a stand-up guy. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting you say that because like when I was watching, um, what was it Hamza versus Gilbert Burns or something? Uh-huh. Like, or oh, you're black belt, I'm purple belt. I'm going to show you that black belt means nothing. And even um, yeah. Islam... Right. Saying the same thing, right? Right. He's like, you know, like Charles Oliver is a black belt, right?
1: When Cormier tells him that, he's like,
0: and he's like, he's like what's, I think you should take belts away from these guys, these right. black belts.
1: Right. He's like, I'm not a black belt. You right. know what right. I mean? right.
2: But what's the process <laughs> like? Mokayev,
1: the same way. Mohammed Mokayev, same way. He's from Brave. And man, you know, he's like, black belt, it doesn't matter to me. Right. But anywhere else in the world, a black belt's a big deal. Yeah. But to them, it's like, I'll smash you anyway. Yeah. It doesn't it's matter. like it's like it's like Mr. Miyagi, right? What color's your belt? <laughs> this one that's holding my pants.
0: <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's um, you know the, the the superstars that Brave is producing is really Are we recording something by to, the way or are we just notes? chatting off camera?
2: This is what it's supposed to be like.
0: No
1: but, <laughs> no, but I'm I'm just wondering I'm wondering. I'm that wondering.
0: Oh, we are rolling? Okay. Okay. Hope we've been ago. rolling. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know how the process,
2: good. how it works, anyways. Don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, sure. So, what usually happens is that we give you the footage, and then you tell us what you don't want to have in, and then we publish. Awesome. You know? So, you guys have the footage, and hopefully by tomorrow.
1: That is great. With Can this much... go down a little like you guys? Uh, so, this is. Or, or is that. Here, is how about here?
2: we just switch
1: then? I'm, oh, is that okay? Yeah,
2: okay. okay. Thank you, brother. No worries. It doesn't bother me. I think it might
1: be. A little better if I... yep. There, a little more out of the way. Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Um... I mean, what do you think about, like,
0: these, like, okay, when I was a kid, right, I was doing Taekwondo, and then I'd see kids my age with black belts. Like, I was like, and then, and then, you know, like, to get your next belt, you sort of have a fight with the other kid, right? Right. And so I was a yellow belt going to a green, and the other kid was a black belt with the same age. And I won the fight and I was like, that was the day I quit because I was like, if he's a black belt, <laughs> right? Right? what am I doing here? You know what I mean? Like, right. what's the point?
1: Right. That's ta- that being real, that's what that's all about. I mean, uh, I think jujitsu is pretty much the realist form of martial arts because mm. it takes, you know, at least eight to 10 years legitimately to get a black belt mm. and um, you can't fake it. Like... You can say certain things in different other martial arts, but if you go, I'm a black belt, and another guy says, I'm a black belt, let's see. How do you do? right? And the proof is in the pudding right there. So the great thing that His Highness has done here with KHK MMA, KHK Team Bahrain is now the number one team in the world. So these amateurs and pros that he's cultivated from Habib, from having Francis Nangano here, what, that ago. he was KHK? He was KHK. No way. Yeah. yeah. And Shaheed, of course, uh, KHK through and through started it with His Highness. And um, when he got Hamza aboard, Hamza was kind of a, a chubby kid who just wanted to train. And he, Hamza said he was inspired to go pro by Shahid and mm. by His Highness. Mm. And to see what he's done, I mean, that is just incredible to be the pride of Bahrain, the pride really of... Uh, a country and taking that country on your back into every single fight we had talked about that immense pressure that that goes with that and he handles it like it's nothing i mean it's really a testament to how great of a guy this guy is and how much of a incredible representation of mixed martial arts he is as well yeah you know i saw an interview
0: once with hamza and the guy was asking him how do you like feel about the pressure and he's like, I don't know why people keep asking me this. You know, like the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. He's like, and then there's a fight. Right. I'm gonna win, or he's gonna win. Right. Right. But if I start thinking about what's at stake, then and add all this unnecessary pressure to myself, then it's just gonna affect me for no reason. That's true. And yeah. what I and what I loved about him was that they're like, are you struggling with the weight cuts? You know. And he's like, yeah. Some fighters, you know, when they finish a fight, they'll gain the weight. It's like I just stay in shape the
1: whole year. He has that mentality too. There's a difference between fighters who need to fight and fighters who want to fight. Mm. And he's a guy who wants to fight. He mm. doesn't need to fight. His family is doing very well. Mm. He's from a, a good home. Um, he he just has that inside him, and you can't really teach that at all. So I, I've yeah. been fortunate that I've seen him grow from Brave yeah. 1 all the way till now, Brave 65. And he's going against a guy, El Buro, Eduardo Mora from Colombia, Who's a very, very tough guy. And so it's going to be, again, uh, you know, an incredible main event. And I, I think Hamza is going to pull out the victory as well. And, of course, when Hamza fights in the kingdom of Bahrain, it's electric here. Everybody goes crazy. It's like mm. the entire country feels like it's shut down. Yeah. And um, it's just, you know, huge props to him. Yusuf Kuheji, his brother, is an amazing coach. Uh, Eldar Eldaroff of course, the head coach of, you know, KHK Team Bahrain is just one in... I mean, there's very few like Eldar in the world. Not only is he a champion of ours at Brave, mm. but he is one of the best coaches in the world as well. Yeah. So His Highness putting this all together with the Hawk, um, you can't really compare to it in the world. We were talking a little before when, at, after Brave won, they said, uh, I was doing interviews with with the Hawk, And the media came and they were going, what happens if Brave doesn't uh, do well with ticket sales? What happens if Brave doesn't sell merchandise? And he's like, his highness wants to set a global imprint on the landscape of mixed martial arts. He wants to set a standard. A standard. And and, and make a mark. And and they again said, but what if your merchandise doesn't do well? And he said, let me repeat myself. Mm. We don't care about that. We care about making an imprint on mixed martial arts globally And look what's happened since. Uh, At Brave One, there's a clip of me that I say, the kingdom of Bahrain is taking over the MMA world. And people are going to me, I'm from California. Sure. And people are going to me, first of all, where's the kingdom of (laughs) Bahrain? And second of all, what in the world are you talking about? And I just said, just just watch. Just wait. Give it a few tears, yeah. You wait. And then all of a sudden, boom, His Highness gets IMF Hmm. over here. The biggest amateur competition in the world for years in a row turns uh, the kingdom in bah- uh, Bahrain into combat kingdom. Um, you know, just superstar after superstar training here. KHK Team Bahrain ascending to number one in the world. Now everybody knows who the kingdom of Bahrain is. Now everybody knows what Brave Combat Federation is. And, you know, I'm proud to be a board and to be a, a, a part, a small part of this incredible machine that's going that has now produced events in 28 different countries, which is a record uh, smashing the UFC mark in only six years. And UFC has been around since 1993. Uh, 80 countries have been represented in the cage. I mean, these are stats that you don't see from any organization uh, out there. So the thing is, if you can fight, Brave is gonna find you. If you have that will and that heart, and what we were talking about, brave is unique that they don't care if you're marketable they mm. don't care if you you have a, a if brand. You're pretty yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly what they care about is do you bring it for your country sure. do you want to be a national hero so i've always said wow his highness has turned this into country versus country for worldwide bragging rights and then what happens through peace through violence Everybody is friends afterward. I don't care how much smack they talk before a fight, right? As you know, when you throw down afterward and and your opponent threw down just as hard with the same amount of heart, you hug each other and it's all love. Mm. And that's what Brave Combat Federation is all about. And that's why I always always feel like from the United States, I feel like almost a peace ambassador wherever I go. Mm. People look at me and I I go into different countries, you know, Pakistan, Morocco, Saudi, wherever we go, Colombia, Brazil, and they expect a certain thing from me because I'm from the United States. But when they see my heart and my passion and my love...
0: What do you mean by expect something from you because from the United States?
1: uh, It's just kind of a premeditated, you know, idea of what I should be or what they expect. And then they meet me and it's something totally different, Mm. right? They're like, wow, this guy truly cares, he not only cares about the fighters, he cares about the sport. He not only loves uh, his country, but he loves every other country in the world. And how, how hard is it to go back into the U.S. after visiting
2: Morocco, Pakistan, and India? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that the TSA is like, wow,
0: come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: come on through. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, been, it's been such a joy for me. Uh, we were talking a little in the car of what, what I've put on the line to do what I do. And... Um, you gotta, you gotta tell us these stories. By the way, it's like, yeah, you know, you might, you <laughs> might, you might,
0: you might not be in the cage, but you are a fighter, and the things you do to make sure you turn up for these fights is insane. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So it all stems from His Highness's pure belief in me and in the Hawk, Muhammad Shahid. Uh, they, they're to a point where they have. You know, coming into this, there were so many different cage announcers that they could have selected, right? There were celebrities out here. There were people that were fully qualified to do it. And the fact that they chose me and risked a lot, right? And there was a lot of people going, why are you choosing this guy? Why is he here? Why, you know, why not a local, this and that? And Shahid was like, we're getting the best in the game. We want the best representation we can for a product and you're going to see just like our announcers, Phil Campbell is from Ireland. Uh, Kirik Janess is from the USA. These guys are amazing uh, behind the mic in doing commentary. But I do have to say that, uh, you know, before A Brave, it was before Abu Dhabi, I had a Widowmaker heart attack. Oh, Jesus. They had to put two stints in me. They, they wanted to do more. And my wife came to the hospital, of course, uh, right away as the ambulance took me away. And they kept taking me up a floor. Up a floor, up a floor, and it's worse and worse, right? Finally, I like More a, critical. More critical, more critical. And I spent five days in ICU, on the intensive roof? care unit, um, as high as you can get in the yeah. hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, Sorry, I didn't mean to make a joke. I of you. didn't I know didn't... where I was. I could have been on the roof, right? Uh, but so five days in, in intensive care unit, and my wife goes, finally, you're able to come home. Wow. The family, this is incredible. You're going to heal. I'm going to take care of you. And I said, baby, pack my bags. I'm going to Abu Dhabi. (laughs) (laughs) She said, what? (laughs) I said, baby, please pack my bags and let's go to, I'm going to go to Abu Dhabi. And I went to Abu Dhabi and a few sessions after Abu Dhabi, uh, man, it was right before Brave Jordan. Hmm. Um, I had a, a hip replacement surgery. I've had 28 surgeries, by the way. Jesus. So I had a hip replacement surgery and um, this, they took out the s- uh, stitches too early. And when the guy took it out, I said, we should wait for the doctor to take this out. And he said, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, what, wait, what does that mean? Oh, shoot. And he goes, ah, I probably shouldn't have taken them out so early. And I'm like, okay. I didn't know. Sent me home. Went home. My hip exploded. Jesus. Thank thank God it exploded outwardly and not inwardly or I would have died. But it was like a crime scene um, in bed. It was just layers of blood just all over. I bled for six weeks. Uh, Two weeks into that, we had Jordan. Hmm. uh, Brave, I think it was like Brave 9. And I again said, baby... I'm going to Jordan. And I went to Jordan with bleeding on a flight, which, you know, blood clotting and all that isn't the smartest thing in the world. But um, that's the kind of commitment I have toward Brave. I don't take this like anybody else, you know, I think, announcing in the world. To me, this is life or death. And the reason I go there is because like three and a half years ago, we were talking a little bit, my daughter is. Incredible. She's five years old, beautiful, um, the most amazing thing in my life, but she's blind and autistic. Mm. And His Highness Sheikh Khaled bin Ahmad Al Khalifa grabbed me one night and he said, Carlos, can your daughter see still? And I said, Your Highness, no, she can't. And I didn't even know that he knew I had a daughter, first of all, Mm. and that I didn't even know that he cared, you know, like that. And when he did that, I just, he goes, I said, no, your highness, you can't see. And he said, I want to help mm. and grab me. And I just broke down in tears. Never cry really in my life, right? God bless. This made me, I, I, I can't thank him enough, but this is who his highness Sheikh Khaled bin Ahmad is. Uh, he changes lives daily and no one knows about it. He doesn't want the fanfare. He doesn't want, as we talked, the accolades. He doesn't want the press. But this man has changed more lives than anyone I've seen. I'm a former captain in the United States Marine Corps. Mm. Um, and I've seen a lot of great leaders in my life. I have never, ever in my life seen anyone like Sheikh, Sheikh Khalid bin Hamad al-Khalifa. He is the greatest, most caring leader I've ever seen. And you combine that now into a fight organization and it's changing sports they're 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 not an event company it's a sport it's uh it's not a one time we're going to come to your country and we're going to have an event and we're going to be gone it's how do we help this country economically benefit how do we change their their system that they can grow and mature and uh seek the you know the rewards that they deserve and build bonds obviously and internationally, build it, internationally yeah, bonds internationally and i'll tell you what they've done this over six years better than anybody in the world any other organization you, oh we're having an event in you know mm. kentucky well mm-hmm. we'll be at the blah 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 casino and they never see them again mm. not with brave it, you know the hawk muhammad shaheed comes in um, His Highness comes in. All of Brave staff, uh, you know, Faith, Valeria, um, everybody, and they really—the aim is to change lives for the better. Yeah, so there's a huge, much bigger picture than what I'm doing, right? Can it's, I can I ask you a
0: question? So at the moment, Brave <clears throat> is like a gateway, I guess, to the sport, right? People start out in their local countries, whatever local organization they have, right? Then they get promoted to Brave. Right. And then they from Brave, they'll end up like let's say in the UFC, which is their current dream. That's the path of a fighter at the moment. Do you envision that it could change that UFC fighters might
1: want to end up being in Brave some at some point? One hundred percent. I mean, you look at uh, you know Shorty, Jose Shorty Torres with Brave. He's from the UFC. He came to Brave. Um, he's a two-time IMF gold uh, gold champion winner. He has an incredible resume. He's only lost one fight. He had a 33-fight winning streak. Wow. wow. And he... That hurts fights. just and, and, in, hearing it. I know, right? In, in and, the UFC or... Uh, all from all, all am, across. Amateur from, to pro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was... Uh, it, funny thing about him, he lost his first fight and then he went on and won thirty three in a row after that. That's so insane. That's insane. don't insane. jinx it now. Yeah, no, no jinx. <laughs> and he's he's fighting in the co main event um, on Friday night. And but he will tell you, I get treated so much better with Brave Combat Federation than I did with the UFC. Mm-hmm. And that is the tone from every fighter that I've talked to as well, because there's that. Brave is a fighters for fighters. It's all built on you know everybody in the organization pretty much has competed in one way or another mm. in fighting and so they understand the struggle and the sacrifice that these fighters have. They're the only organization I will see that a fighter might come in uh, ready for the fight and then the doctor says, you know what your eye you have something wrong yeah. with your eye. Brave will say we're gonna still pay you your purse you oh no
0: way you can't even, even wow. turn
1: up yep you came to fight that's it that's amazing it's kind of it's that loyalty like that 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 makes you loyal to the core that you don't want to go anywhere else Mm. another thing if you look at brave uh we were talking a little bit about their marketing program it's if you go to brave combat federation on instagram and social media they blow up their fighters like they we brand our fighters we help their branding we help their their exposure globally to the extent of, you know, you, you, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And some mm. of these guys are realizing that, that you know, the big push to get somewhere else, you've got to look at where you're at and enjoy that yeah. and, and sure. seek that. Um, we've had so many great fighters. I've, I've been honored to have, you know, just so many incredible guys like Mohammed Fakradin, mm. Jara El salawi uh, Abdul Karim Al- Al-Salwadi. I mean, these guys are heroes out here in the Middle East and they Done so much and have such a great following, and brave as it, embrace that. You
2: saw that fight with Khabib, right? Where where he was like, I'm not going to talk any more shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? he was just. About the fight with Conor.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where he tried to climb out of the ring. Speak now, no? Did you he see? he did him? climb out of the ring. Remember? Yeah, he, he went he did. after
1: Dylan Dennis Yeah, and, he did. He did. And, but,
2: and, but, but, and Las Vegas said they're not going to pay out his, his earnings or his winnings. That think he didn't They didn't want to give him the 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 the, the belt either. Yeah,
1: we said there would be too much uh, mayhem, yeah. which yeah, yeah. I didn't agree about. But it you know is, the best, the funny
0: thing about that fight when they're like, why did you go and jump out of the ring and like get out of the cage and continue? He's like, he's like, because he tapped. He's like, my blood is not satisfied yet. You know I, what I mean? I he don't tapped blame too him. fast. I wanted a war. He didn't
1: give me a war, you know? Right. And that's why it, in the ring he's like, speak now. Talk now. <laughs> and you know, we've, we've definitely have to remember there's some things that, sh- some lines I think shouldn't be crossed, right? There's are some cycles out there. When you start going into fam, your family, your but, religion, but your this, country, I mean, right? That's why Khabib was fired up. No, he but, was like, you're talking about my father yeah, who yeah, passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean. No, he
0: hadn't passed away yet at that point. But remember Connor. But, 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 but remember Connor. He's almost even worse. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? He was alive. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and remember, like when Connor flew down, went to, got the, the bus, and he took the yeah, chair and yeah, threw yeah, it on yeah, yeah. the bus.
1: And thank God that uh, Dolly hit that little barrier. Yeah. Because if it would have gone straight through the window, people, but but
0: some fighters got
1: cut from did. the glass and but they ended up in could hospital, have been
0: killed. Yeah. from that.
1: I can't believe the strength of Connor picking up a six foot dolly and throwing <laughs> it like that, like it was a toothpick. That was pretty mm. impressive actually. Well, to yeah, be honest. Of, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but to be honest. Though, they I'm, build hype I'm, like normal. The thing is the, Uf-
0: the UFC used that footage yeah, in of all course. their ads, yeah. right? So they promoted this. Right. And at the end of the day, um, what I love about MMA, right. right? And I think this is what UFC came to, right? Because they're like, look, boxing's dying. You know, it's, it's you've got the same fighters who, who don't want to fight and, like, right. you know, very rarely... They, like, it's for the paycheck, you
1: can look, kind of It's tell. not like the Mike
0: Tyson days, right? right. Or the Prince Nassim days, you right. know, where you've got that hype, that excitement, those fighters. You know what I mean? So, MMA struggled in the beginning because, obviously, like, it's a new sport, you know, and they're trying to build up the hype. Right. And... UFC being a private business obviously needs to sell those pay-per-views, right? Right. And so it's almost like a blend between the WWE yep. and real fighting. Yeah. You know, and it so is- they need the entertainment behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Hamza got into a scruffle with. Um, what was his name again? Uh, Don't look at
1: me. off uh, No, it was his teammate. It um, one of Khabib's. One of,
0: one of Khabib's teammates yeah. who had fought that night. And and they shake hands. They get into a scruple. They start pushing each other. It became a whole big drama, right? right? Right. Until the president of Chechnya made them sit down together and have peace. Yes. <laughs> Imagine. It's like being in the principal's office. You know what I it mean? It was. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but I'm saying... You could tell they had to But be that there sells. And they had that to, sells. Yes. Right? And you can tell Hamza is now taking the bad guy role intentionally you know what i mean he started out as someone that people love you know and then he missed weight and he's like you know like flagging them off you know like yeah. screw you guys and all of this stuff i kill everyone i kill everybody <laughs> but but that sells
2: yeah wasn't there a ufc guy that had like a like a rope that some guy hanged himself with and he would use it to wrap his arms with it some some ridiculous yeah yeah, yeah. you're looking at yeah. me like something's yeah. clicking
1: yes yeah it's, clicking. it's yes.
2: polish i think he's
1: a polish dude it was crazy. Yeah. He actually used the rope, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He brought it into the cage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally think, <laughs> I think there are lines. I think we have such a great sport and the purity of the sport that we can keep family, religion, and country out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I think once I hear, start hearing that, then I'm like, you know what? Let's get back to our roots a little bit yeah. from martial arts, yeah. the respect, you know, the honor and all of yeah. that. I'm all for a guy branding himself and making whatever name he can off of you Making know, a did, scene, so, yeah. did,
0: but, Do you remember when Conor lost to Dustin Poirier by breaking his feet? Yes, and what? Was, and he's on the floor, and and Joe Rogan's giving him the mic. And what is he saying? Your wife's in my DMs. Your wife's in my DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, insane. Yeah. You know, He like was it? crazy. Yeah, he's like, I'll fight you in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot. His foot is <laughs> backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the mentality of a fighter, right? I mean, he's ready to go. But that's what
0: sells. Is my point, right. so, so I'm waiting, and I don't know. Like, do you think
1: Connor's a genius? Connor I mean, is a, mar- a, he's a marketing, marketing genius. Marketing right? genius. It, it's that's it's why he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah. Right. But wait, wait, wait. Do you
2: think that Connor has the same level of, let's say, hype as Muhammad Ali did? Mm-hmm.
0: Because Muhammad I Ali, so. at, I for so. his time, yep.
2: right, he was, was very no controversial, fo- and there
0: was no social media in that time, uh, right?
2: He, he, yeah, he didn't want to go to the Vietnam War, right? That made right. him very, very big. Yeah. Uh, remember that famous uh, poem: uh, uh, fly like a butterfly, sting like float a bee float like a butterfly, fly sting like yeah. a bee." Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That was like his whole
0: avenue yeah. at the yeah. time, which was controversial. Yeah. yeah. No
2: other fighter a- ever talked about a match. But playing. he's the Great. one
0: who invented trash talk.
1: Yes. In fights.
0: He definitely paved
1: paved the way. He He was the the first. He paved the way. And so... The Chael Sonans and, uh, you know... Chael Sonans, amazing,
0: amazing
1: trash talker, right? Right. We love trash talkers. Yes.
0: And I'm saying, in Brave, are we going to get trash talking soon?
1: That's the thing. With the atmosphere that His Highness has created, (laughs) it really is... Difficult. uh, Different. It's It's respectful. That's the problem. It it is, but... uh, you know these guys know they're going to fight anyway, mm. so you know they're they're going to throw down. But yes, it, it does build the public, uh, you know, anticipation for the fight if there is some type of and the profile of the fighter. Correct. So it's it's to his own benefit. There's a reason the actual w-
2: why WWE is, is so popular, right? right. Even not though, just though everyone knows it's fake, or, or they watch else. it for the trash talk. Right. That's what sells it: is the drama. Right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's
2: uh, WWE is I think the second. Well, is it first? It's the US. Then it's Saudi Arabia. Popularity-wise, I think Saudi is is the second. Yeah, for sure. I know it's
0: huge out here. Have you ever been to a WWE fight live? I have never considered even the possibility. If you you watch it live, right? So, like, I watched it once when I was living in Kuwait, and it was called WWF back then. Right. And it's when you're there in real life, It's so fake. Like you can see the gaps in the punches. Right. Whereas on TV, you don't see that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? It's way more entertaining on TV than it is in real life. And they changed the whole storyline because they're in Kuwait. Right. Sure. So this guy's supposed to hate this guy yet. Now they're friends, you know, just for Kuwait. And it doesn't make any sense. You know, And I was like, but when I watched Brave and I went to that fight, there was some adrenaline that I was watching and it was so serious, right. That it's, the best thing probably i've ever seen
1: yeah it's so i was cura. surprised
0: i was surprised because and that's not a sales pitch that's just that's you not be, a sales pitch that's, that's, just, you sales. Being you. that's just me being yeah. me, me, me i'll yes. tell you mma Powerful. is different to wwe why because wwe looks better on tv mma looks better in real life mm-hmm. like when you watch the you know when you watch a fight on tv you can't feel the same because when you hear the the thundering sounds of a punch you know what i mean and the cage and like, like this is brutal. Yeah. But on TV, it's like, it looks normal. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, so yeah. I actually recommend anyone to go watch it live first.
1: And you get a different feeling. You're in for a real treat if you come Friday night because uh, there's going to be not only huge fights happening, but uh, we've also got Hezbollah. Oh, the sure. great Hezbollah is coming in. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I, I, what, what, what is Hezbollah?
0: How did he get involved in this, by the way?
1: You know, he has ties in with uh, Khabib and, and and those guys. I think yeah. I think he's from Dagestan. He is from Dagestan. Yeah, so they he, call him Little Khabib. Little Khabib. Yeah, yeah. so he's <laughs> he's been a big fan and he's been embraced by everybody. I can't wait to uh, meet him and give him an introduction uh, that will be fun for him too. Yeah. But uh, we're we're just happy that he's coming here and uh, sharing his uh, great name with our sport. You know, that's
0: tribute to you guys because. From what I understand, Hezbollah is officially signed with the UFC. So the fact that he would turn up to a brave event, that shows the power of a brave. And I know His Highness yeah. was at that event, the last Incredible. event, yeah. the last UFC event. His Highness was so. actually
1: <laughs> in the corner of Muhammad Muqayyad, yes. which is amazing. And you know what? They really didn't pick that up on, on TV. They didn't mention the Prince of Bahrain is in the corner of Muhammad Muqayyad. Because you
0: know what's amazing about His Highness? When he's in the, your corner... You can't tell his uh, royalty, right? Right. He will pick up the towels. He will do what it takes. You Dude, know what I mean? It, yeah. He's one We're of the team. Him, he's one of the crew. Them. He's not. He's not some prince that like.
2: He's not hands off, is what you're saying. He,
0: as in, as he's in on hands on. He's not. No, he is hands on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He doesn't. It's not like you can't tell the difference between him and anyone else
1: in the corner. He's he, he has as enthusiastic. As head on backwards, does. right? I That's mean, it. He, he's he's incredible, and he wants to be one of the the people in the crowd he doesn't want to be spotlighted like that which makes him more even more incredible yeah. but yeah he um he's going to be here muhammad Makhayev is actually in hamza's corner mm-hmm. um hamza the growth of this guy has been incredible and just uh the dedication and commitment and i just can't imagine you know being the pride of bahrain to have a like we said a whole country on your back that's a lot of pressure Every time fighting, having his highness, supporting you, knowing you're his guy. Yeah. That's pressure in itself. But
0: you you know what's interesting? And I'll tell you, like with Hamza, it's like he's a humble guy. Yeah. But it's because in Bahrain in general, the population, our behaviorism and, you know, we are all humble people. Right. Right. Like, you know, you're not going to find some loud mouth, crazy person here. Right. Right. Which I wish he would
1: be more vocal, but it's just not... How we're brought up. Right. If that makes sense. Right. And then you have personalities like Mohammed Makaev, who's sure. willing to say whatever is on his mind and and speak the truth and talk about black belts and he disregards them and and all of that. This guy's he's on fire. He's only twenty two years old. Makaev. Makaev.
2: Well, for he, potential fighters who are listening who are either thinking of being signed up for the UFC or are still kind of in the in the middle zone and not sure where to go. Uh, give us a sales pitch. What 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 would attract them? How would they reach out? How would they kind of kind of raise exactly, that firelight?
0: Because basically, I noticed one thing. Whenever I post anything and I put I tag Brave, mm. I get fighters messaging me in my DM with their videos and stuff. And say, oh, I want to be in Brave, you know. I was like, I don't know how you're going to be in Brave, you know what I mean? I'm not in Brave, you know. Like I don't right. know how, what should these guys do, which exactly. is the question here. To Imagine you have some amateur in North Africa that no one's heard of. Hasn't had a professional fight yet, but is dedicated to
1: this sport. Doesn't know how to progress. What should he do? First thing you have to do, we have two guys. Sam Brett, who is an amazing, all-around, incredible, uh, not only matchmaker, but facilitator to everything concerning the fighter's needs. Reach out to Sam Brett. Reach out to Muhammad Shahid. And let them know what you're doing. Send them your sure dog. Send them your fights. They are willing to look at everybody and give you an opportunity. It's you know they're going to curse at you today, right? <laughs> they're they're
0: going to get thousands and thousands of people. They're going to
2: get Sorry, crazy. Sam. Sorry, Hawk. You're they're f- going to get thousands and thousands <laughs> of DMs, of, DMs of people who just started maybe the second or third week into it.
0: <laughs> right. How many don- fights do you have? Well, I haven't fought yet. Haven't exactly. fought, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm someone to look at. By, by the way, that's the case. Because from all these people who send these DMs, they're sending training footage. And I'm like, I can't sell your training footage. Where's your fight footage, right?
1: right. What's, right. Your,
2: what's your record? But, look how good I am. I'm six months
1: in. <laughs> but, but some guys, I mean, it is true. Some guys, uh, the Hawk has had to look at and Sam Brett because they're so relentless Uh, admittedly by the hawk who's saying, this guy just kept emailing me, emailing me, emailing me like a hundred emails. So if you want it bad enough out there, show it, prove it, it's there. You can grab it, especially with a a place like Brave Combat Federation that we want to highlight the underdog, the Rockies out there. We want that story. We want want you to be a a hero in your country for everybody to emulate. And then look out, now the world knows about you. So... It's, an, it's a transgression that is incredible. There's no bigger platform I feel than Brave Combat Federation, as far as what they can do with somebody's career immediately. And to have the, the support of His Highness, no one can say that in any organization in the world. Have North. you, you've done an event in India, right?
0: Many. Were, yep. were there Indian fighters over there? Like are yes. you watching Indian fighters?
1: Uh-huh. How are they by the way? Abdul Munir, uh, Kantaraj Aghasa, um there are uh, Muhammad Farhad, there are some great Indian fighters that are on the rise and India whenever we're there, they are the best fans in the world. I can't even go to the bathroom in India uh, without having security walk me because I just get flooded with people. Everyone just, knows you that? Just Everyone with, knows me there. Like I, their fight videos. they're, they're, <laughs> they're watching while I go in. They did uh, analytics on my followers and like 70% were from India. It was crazy. That is
2: crazy. Guys. India
1: is so hungry for mixed martial arts and Brave has been there countless times. And every time we go there, uh, it's just an incredible experience. And the fans, while they are learning about the sport, they're not as knowledgeable as some of the other fans around the world. They're yeah. m- so passionate yeah. about it. And um, you know, the Hawk being part Indian as yeah. well, he, he has a special allegiance to them. Yeah. We have one of our um, business executives with Brave, Mohammed Mansour, who is from India as well. And man, they have kept that relationship going and we expect to continue to do great, huge things with India.
0: Someone sent me a video yesterday and I don't know who this guy is, right? Like, as in the, in the video, is an Indian fighter in the UFC, and he's like,
1: "UFC, here we come!" And I was yes. like, "Wow, you got an Indian fighter in the UFC, right?" When did that happen, right? And think about that market we had talked about—almost two billion people, mm. right? I mean, that that market is untapped, and uh, if we have and cultivate the right fighters from there, yeah, wow, the you last, can really just make the, the their last life. fight I went to.
0: The first event, there was a Pakistani fighter. Yes. And he won.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we've been to Pakistan as well. Um, Again... Can I ask a political question? No, not political, but... We can cut it out. Are the right Pakistani right? fighters better
0: or the Indian ones?
2: <laughs> they're the same, aren't they? they? They they were the same until like no, 1947. No,
0: no, no, they're not the same, by it, the
1: way. Yeah, they were. Huge, huge rivalry there that Huge I rivalry, yeah, yeah. I learned about. That's why I asked the question.
2: Like Dude, <laughs> independence of India only happened in 1947. Prior to that, yeah, they were one but, country. But, but
0: like, like, I mean, look, Pakistan has... Um, what's the box's name? Oh.
2: I don't know. we uh, Imara- huh? Imran, Imran Khan.
0: Imran Khan. Yeah, world champion, right? So, I mean, and then I was, watching, I was watching the Pakistani fighter at the Brave event. I was like, he was amazing as well.
1: Right. It, look, I love India. I love all these countries that we go to. Some are very special to my heart. Um, you know, just a testimony to what Brave, uh, the scouting program goes, the mm. depths of what they go. We have a, a fighter from uh, South Africa... Um, Kosi Ndebele, he is from literally um, raised by his mom in the slums of South Africa, talking about not even a tin roof, like a cardboard box wow. for, for a home. We found him. We How f- did you find him? Our scouting our, our scouting goes so deep into okay. every country. Um, we have Zwandele Hlongwa. You may remember him. He did the sure. spinning backfist. In, yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah, a yeah, show, yeah, 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 yeah. Over 15 million views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a brave fighter as well. And he went against Hamzad Shemaev and actually gave Hamzad a little bit of a run, you know, for a little a little while. Yeah, yeah. But this is the kind of um you know, stretches and and how far brave will go to find you if you can fight. So now in Kosi and DeBelle, his nickname's the future, he's a young guy. Uh, look him up. I mean, he is the future of... What's his name? Inkosi DeBele.
0: He wasn't the guy at the last event, right? He was
1: going to fight in the, the one last with the
0: canceled fight.
1: Correct. That was and, him. And he said, I'm the future champion. I'm the future yeah, of yeah, the sport. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, him. That's, that's him. That's him. Okay. He, and he he definitely is. Uh, watch him. Um, he's What's super athletic. What's his backstory? He, he's, uh, started, uh, I believe he had kind of a, a karate background way back when, and then got... ingrained in, in mixed martial arts and now he has a car, he has a home, he has sponsors. I mean, you talk about changing lives for the better, you know, that's, that's what we're all about. So myself going into every show, I always, you know, have geared everything off the fighters if we if it weren't for the fighters we wouldn't even be there, right Sure and having the Hollywood background a little bit I've done some acting and yeah. things like mm. that. You've done acting? Uh, yes okay. I want I, my, my goal was always bring that Broadway Hollywood you know uh, Bollywood flare into the cage and make it so dramatic that people want to see they're, they're yearning to see and then you,
0: you haven't seen him live. He's insane. <laughs> he he changes the mood of the stadium.
2: Well, there's no business like show business, right? By, the way, by, he's, by,
0: he's by the way, dream. I I will say this now. Thank Ka- you, Carlos Thank you for saying that. probably the best announcer in the cage. Hmm. And like I said, I I don't even know the name of the guy but the UFC announcer who's really famous. <laughs> he, ha- <laughs> okay. he has nothing on Carlos. Okay You should watch like, You should come to the next fight And actually see him in performance He's I'd love insane. to yeah I'll come He's so come loud He's so Done and done
1: The roaring lion The roaring the lion And they- he literally is the roaring lion and, and that nickname, by the way, was given to me. It's not, right, I didn't, hey, I'm the Roaring Lion, right? Away, <laughs> I, I came here, I started doing some shows, and something about my voice and the intensity and all of that, they said, you are the Roaring Lion yeah, and now it, and, and it Yeah, fits. now that you it say fits. it, you know what? It clicks it in my brain. You're right. Can, can, yeah. you, can, you, yeah. can, you, can you give us the intro that you do? Brave Nation. Ladies and gentlemen. To all those watching in the magnificent kingdom of Bahrain, and the millions watching around the world, are you ready?
2: Wow! many right. Practice that.
1: <laughs> long time. <laughs> We've done what sixty-five shows now, so it's been a it's been a great long road. Um, but man, you know everything for me, you know, you can't you can't fake anything in the cage. You can't fake fighting, you can't fake announcing just because I want to be an announcer or something like that. I have a true passion for these guys. I love every guy that in and, and woman that goes in the cage. So, my always my mission is to give the introduction that I would want going into battle. Mm. If I could mm, produce that's that for so you, good Will you fight to the mm. maximum of your ability and will the crowd be into it? And the rest has kind of fallen into place from there. Do you play around with the catchphrase or you just have it locked in? I've had that locked in for a while. Okay. Um, it, I just, it just kind of came naturally. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something that, it, you know, there's nothing more pure. Than two men entering a cage and fighting. What is it about that, by the way? Because this comes from the dawn of
0: time. This is not this is not a the gladiators back in the day, the Roman Empire, all empires. Like, what is it about people loving to watch two guys beat the shit out of each other? Or two women now. Or two
1: women who have evolved now. Or two so women. Well. Or two women now. But why do we enjoy watching this so much? It's always we want to see who the king of the jungle is. You want to see who the baddest man in the room is. That is our right? native. It's our nature. We walk nature. into a room in a party. You, every guy kind of you know you, you without knowing it or maybe you do know it. They size everybody up. Oh, okay, okay. You it, there's something about humanity that's always been the strong survive. Mm. The lion is king of the jungle, right? We want to see who the baddest man or woman on earth is. And that's, that's a show in itself. Mm. So let's have it. And, and, and brave produces the best matchups. I'll tell you the, I mean, our last brave, uh, our last two braves we've had, this will be our third event in 10 days, Mm. which is unbelievable. It's Mm. amazing. I'm still talking after, <laughs> the, the, you know, you, you can tell what for, I put out. Uh, you know, by good, by yeah, the yeah. way, tell him the story
0: you told me of after an event getting hospitalized.
1: Oh, it, after. So I'm a little different that I, you know, I put myself completely into it. Right. Like I just totally dive into it. After Brave One, I was in the parking lot on my back. <laughs> Fans were walking by me. And I just, I just had nothing left. I, I'd just gone to the hill. It probably was a, a, a red flag saying this guy might get a heart attack soon, mm-hmm. right? Which I did. But the kind of effort that you know is produced not only by me but everybody on the team. Um, it's all due to His Highness and, and due to the love of the sport. But uh, Manolo Hernandez, who was uh, a matchmaker back then for Brave and a coach from San Diego. Uh, San Diego Combat Academy, 10th Planet San Diego with Richie Boogeyman Martinez and uh, Mm. those guys. Boogeyman Martinez fought in that initial Brave. Isn't Tony Ferguson now the Boogeyman? Tony Ferguson is actually a a friend of Boogeyman's as well. They trained together and all that. And then they call him the Boogeyman too? Is that not his nickname? uh, El Kakui,
0: they call him. El Kakui, which translates to
1: Boogeyman. Yes. Yes. So, but that's the kind of effort that People put out for brave, and it's so so different from anywhere else. And Manola walked by me and he's like, "Bro, are you okay?" I was in a full suit on my, on the ground in the parking lot. But it's like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm 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 good to go." But that's the kind of effort. That's the kind of uh, intensity. And I've learned when people believe in you like that, you're willing to die in the cage. And it's a difference from any other organization. These guys are willing yeah, to die that's so you in are, you the are, cage. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not effing around with that. It's you, you're serious. so passionate. You're willing to die by announcing.
0: Well, you're dying to win, right? That's, that's the, as, as, in, as, in, as in, okay. Are your team willing to die? A can is definitely to get, willing to, to die. To get, I, I can promise you, to get, you to get, that. I get, po- get the definitely, podcast definitely. out on time. I promise you, <laughs> really. So I he's gonna you. have his hands
1: full. I
2: promise you, and. Uh, it, I, I, really, I, 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 I uh, promise yeah. you, we're, we're, you, me, and you are one of the few people. I mean, I, I click with you on that work ethic because yes. I had a tumor removed on my back, and after that, I went for a meeting. I didn't even like, literally,
1: take at, any time t- off or anything. No,
2: I just stitch up, and I was like, all right, I gotta go for a meeting. So I really like get that. Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, it's different. Exactly.
1: It, it, it's not everybody has it.
2: You just have to do it. You yeah. know, there's shit that needs to be done. I yeah. completely get that mentality. Yeah. that's why our cash boy, he sleeps on the on the couch yeah. <laughs> in the mornings in order to finish the edits in the
1: night. I mean, it totally it, clicks. You know, and, it, and if you see the brave team, it's constantly, uh, people are working around the clock 24 seven. It's the most passionate organization I've ever seen. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you know, just a few of the differences Mm. that a brave fighter will have plus you know we really want worldwide peace we really want everybody to get along mm. so we'll put you know people from different <coughs> countries who don't get along and we'll make them get along right? uh, i, I it's would love i would
2: love to see that that's also good pa- content right there
0: a, pa- yeah. a, a yeah. pakistan come on a, a, a pakistanian indian fighter i would love to see that have you
1: done that already we have done that
0: yeah and, and it was, it turn-out, was, it was turn-out incredible crazy? yes
1: it was incredible and it was loud, and it was uh, <laughs> uh, amazing. <Passionate. laughs> yes, uh, Muhammad Farhad versus Alumi uh, uh, in uh, from Pakistan, and it was uh, a, an incredible fight. Was so, Indian Muhammad Farhad? Yes, and he had a, he knocked out uh, uh, his opponent Alumi. Oh wow! And it was probably one of the best knockouts you'll ever see. If you can, oh wow! Uh, YouTube that. It's really really powerful. We'll,
2: we'll put it in the description
1: with uh, the Pakistani fighter. Uh, unbelievable, incredible heart. I mean, you just, you could tell. And then both afterward hugged in the cage, mm. Not nothing sweet. but respect. Yeah. So, um, man, it's every country we go to, you kind of see, you know, you almost, you see the the, what they need, what they want, what, where they want to be. And we give that to them. Mm. It's really an incredible, incredible thing that, from mixed martial arts, that we can even bridge the gap of worldwide peace. So where right? you, it's really amazing—that is amazing. Uh, uh, amazing.
2: Where, where are you thinking Brave is heading in the next five years? Then what's the what's up the horizon? What's the planning? More training facilities, uh, more back end services, whether it be by portals to watch the matches live, online content, or do you think maybe more like a doco series where they follow the fighters maybe training? A uh, good movie as a reference point is Iron Man, not Iron Man, um, Pumping Iron. Love pumping iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger,
1: right? I I watch that movie so much that my wife is like, oh my gosh pumping (laughs) iron
0: again. Really? Yeah, no, but but you know in the UFC they do this all the time, right? so with every fighter they have documentaries on every fighter and and I Hope I hope that we can make all this content for the fighters here
2: and brave. I don't see why not I think you'd have to have a crew following them for six weeks. Yeah, uh to, to get it that in lock done. and key but it can be done the problem is you can't write the narrative
1: beforehand so <laughs> it's no, up
2: to the match who's gonna win right yeah,
1: yeah. which makes it even more fun but absolutely right? absolutely it's more, more dramatic but to get to your point there are reality shows looking in the future mm. movies um all, all kinds yeah, of talks you, you, already you know
0: i was looking like I was, I was even asking Shahid about this i was like why don't you do something like the ultimate fighter which is how people get recruited into the UFC, right? right? Right. Where you've got this reality show in a house of fighters, you know, they, they, they compete and then the one who wins gets a contract with the UFC. Right. Which is great content. Yeah. And it's a great show that people would watch and they would follow that fight. Sugar Sean was a winner.
1: And That's how he got into the UFC. Yeah, and and the great thing, and like you said, no no radio, no TV, no internet, and just put these, and then they may make, throw in some alcohol or yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. just whatever, let them go nuts. Whatever, let them and go let nuts. them let them go nuts, and it's the best content ever. So yeah, there are there are talks about something similar yeah. happening with Brave. Um, there's
2: facility wise as well, maybe uh,
1: recovery gyms or Brave gyms. There's Brave gyms popping up all over the are world they? right I, now. I didn't yes. know that. Pakistan has a brave gym. Um, they they have brave gyms all over locations no already. Yeah, I had no idea. Josie, yeah. how badly informed we the two of us are! That- <laughs> it fits it- with the content. <laughs> but, but this stuff's just happening as we evolve, right? Overnight, so it's kind of hard to even keep pace Peace with pace it because it. it's growing,
0: yeah. it's growing, it's growing and growing and growing. And KHK um, team, like you said, by the way, why do you say they're the best team in the world right now? Is it because of the fighters? Is it because of the facilities? What well, is it
1: that makes them the best? First of all, you know, it's the fighters, of course. These guys are are the best in the world. They're uh, a, a mix, uh, you know, from different countries that all form as one. They train together. A lot of Dagestani
0: guys in the team, a right? A lot it's, of Dagestani guys. I, and, I, and I heard there's a, Doug, there's a Brave or
1: KHK gym in Dagestan. Right, exactly. Well, that's where Eldar Eldorov is from, and he's a good friend of Khabib's. Mm-hmm. From way back when, they actually interviewed Khabib and said, Who's your hero? Mm. And he said, Eldar Eldoroff mm. is my hero. Mm. And this guy is uh, just incredible. And to be at a young age, not only a champion, but the head coach for His Highness, I mean, what an honor. Like the, these guys are trained the right way. Mm. Um, the facility, of course, is unbelievable. But if you put KHK, Team Bahrain, you know, in a, in a setting, say an MMA Super Cup, of what we had last year, mm. they completely swept everybody. You, you know, they, in, they, they had the top eight teams in the world in KHK, Team Bahrain just dominated. There's a fight, There's a fighter, I can't remember his
0: name for the life of me now, but he's in the UK and he's a KHK boy. And he's so good and he's 21 and he's from
1: Dagestan, I think. You're talking about Mukhaev, Muhammad Mukhaev? He's 22, he just turned 22 so we could be is it Mohammed Mukai? I think it is. Yeah. I, is, like he speaks English well. Speaks English well. He has fans in the UK. He has fans in the US. He has fans here. Yeah. yeah. And in, he, in Dagestan, he has a, a lot of fans. But he's based in the UK, right? Correct. Okay. And he's so good. Unbelievably. Unbelievable talent. And... He's the future, like... But is he UFC now? He is, he's in the UFC. He's not, he just, he's, he's not he just brave won. anymore. No, he, and he just won. Was um, he brave before that? He was brave before that. Okay. And he is the hottest young prospect right now in the UFC. So what are you guys doing to win him back then? No, no. We want him. <laughs> we, you know, that's the but, thing. We want him successful. Okay. Whatever he does. if You know, that's a great thing about His Highness and the Hawk too. If you have brighter horizons and pastures, go for it. We've enjoyed you. We've done what we can with you. And uh, we know at heart you'll always be a member of KHK, yeah. uh, Team Bahrain. But um, some of the guys have to, you know, go out on their own Spread and see what they can do. Spread their wings and then come back as well, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because they want to fight so. the best fighters in the world,
0: obviously, right? Right. And, and I noticed something like, you know, which is what I find really interesting about MMA. It's like in real life, like okay, if we go outside of martial arts, right. we don't want to compete against the best. We rather beat the losers. You know, You know. let's talk about it. in business or whatever. Like, why would I want to compete against Steve Jobs? You know, let me compete right. against like people I can beat. Right. Steve Jobs. I'm saying, but you don't know. But, <laughs> but I'm saying, but like I'm saying, no, I'm saying, but it's interesting, right? Because normally we just want a guaranteed win to make our life easier.
2: What, in the region or as human beings? As human beings, like normally, okay. normally. I don't, oh, no, no way. Fighters love like, like I'm, climbing I'm not, the uphill no, battle. No, but I'm
0: saying like, okay.
2: I'm saying a, normal people. I'm saying normal to. people outside
0: yeah, yeah, of yeah, fighting, yeah. like with everything we do. No matter what your job is or what you do, sure. you want to make sure you can win, right? Because sure. winning feels good. So you don't want to be like, "Oh my god, I got to climb this mountain right now in order to beat right. this guy or this company or whatever." Especially it is. in business, right? You Especially in business, win. That's, yeah, that's you, what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, you don't want the fight in business. Yeah, exactly. The, the
0: the faster I can get the win, the better. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to be like, "Oh my god, my business does this." Let me go compete against. Apple or Microsoft no I want to compete against the guys I can beat. right you know what I mean right but inviting is really interesting is that they're like no I want to beat the top guy in the world that's a different mindset that we don't normally have yeah but is that though is that the fighter's mindset
2: or is that the fighter's dad mindset
0: no it's like imagine I feel like a lot of, a lot of fighters are if you were a boxer back in the day you're not going to be like oh I really want to fight Mike Tyson this guy's going to knock you, he's going to kill you, you know right. what I mean? Like, I want to fight someone I can beat, you know, I don't right. want to fight that guy. And when he kills me, it's going to ruin my reputation and, like, my career is going to go down. And there's so many, like, negative and adverse effects to it. It's true. But I notice in MMA, everyone's like, no, I want the best. I want the guy who's going to kill me,
1: that's the guy I want to fight. Right. That's what where I mean, is it's that so passion incredible. come? Where does that come from? It's that internal fortitude, Right. It's that uh, incredible drive that you can't teach yeah. to people, right? I mean, you're, you were,
0: I mean, you're purple belt jiu-jitsu. So you fought. Yes. What does it feel like when someone's just smashing you in the face? <laughs> <laughs> You've never been smashed in the face before? I've never been smashed in the face. Oh,
2: I've right. been smashed in the face before. It's not well, very enjoyable. The,
0: I want to know from a fighter's point of view. Like, what does <laughs> so it feel I, like?
1: You know, I, I actually, I feel I'm a little bit different that way. I kind of like it. Okay. I, I, it kind of wakes me up it's like, it wakes you up <laughs> it wakes me up and it's like okay i respect that that's really good good job what Okay, do you now mean? it's my turn to what do you it. but what do you mean bring it on right what it's, about what about it, the pain uh Thank you, sir. in the in the marine corps they said pain is temporary pride is forever, forever. Yeah. <laughs> and i i really i really feel that testament is true i i really do it Wait. just um it's something about being challenged like you've never been challenged okay, before can you in your ex- life.
0: Okay, before going, okay, yes. can you explain, what does the pain feel like?
1: I have, a, I have a very high threshold for pain. So the clearly. Pain to me doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. You, no matter what You do
0: jujitsu. Right. So clearly and you've boxed before in box. Well. So clearly you've been choked out. Right. Yes. What many does, a time. Many times. <laughs> what does being choked out feel like? What's the physical feeling of being choked
1: out? It feels like the lights are going out in your head and you feel you see stars and everything goes black. Is it the same for, for me then? It just your body kind of
0: goes limp. Like well. like
1: so you lose all... do you feel like you're dying Oh, or... no. uh, you do
0: you do feel Cuz you get out of breath, right? Yeah, Obviously yeah. you're going to go out of breath. Yeah. It's like it's like if I was in a swimming pool and I was holding my breath. Right. After 30 40 seconds I'm I feel like I'm dying, right? Wait wait wait,
2: wait. but there's a difference between being choked out from a windpipe and being choked out from your blood vessel. There's a huge what's the, difference. What's the, what's the difference? So with the, with the windpipe is that you're not able to breathe, like if somebody's choking you down. Yeah. And then if you put someone in like, a, I don't know, like a triangle grip, then they're not able to get blood flow to the brain. So it's a very, very different kind of knockout. With a, with a brain one, it's kind of like, like just immediately. Yeah. Like right. somebody pressed a hard switch on your, on your, on your body. Yeah. yeah. While the chokeout one, it's a lot of struggle, and then you kind of accept it, and then you're like, oh,
1: okay, that's it. How long does it take to recover from that? about 10 10 seconds that's it depends it. yeah it's not very long it seems like an eternity when you're out though okay but when and you don't realize it but when you're back you're like okay i'm back you're back, back, thank, to, you're thank, back to thank, normal. thank goodness i'm back your brain's not damaged in the process no no and that's uh that's a big thing like you know people say oh mma is barbaric uh, you know for sure. those people out there it's like human yeah. cockfighting they called it and it it really is the safe safer sport if you compare it to boxing because in boxing those guys are taking hit after hit after hit because it's striking per striking per fight right they just keep keep getting brain hit. damage in mma you know you may land a great shot or two and that might be it right you're yeah. not going to take 500 uh jabs and rights to the to the head like you do in boxing mm. so for the longevity of the fighter mixed martial arts is uh, is safer than boxing is well, what, do, what do you think is
0: worse Getting choked out or getting knocked out—like what hurts
1: or is more painful? Probably getting knocked out. You know, because that's uh, that's really just kind of crippling your entire body. Yeah. You know, from a, from a very violent blow. So, yeah. I would say I would say that
0: getting knocked over, out. Yeah, getting knocked so out. The fi- okay, so your your jaw's not going to break, right? Wait, what? You hope you hope you hope you draw one yeah. like, no, because like, no, 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 I watch these fights right and I'm like these are human beings with skulls would
1: you like gin I'm good I'm, I'm still working on this thank okay you. okay. thank okay. you I'm, I'm perfect, perfect. I said these that's are, why we
0: did top ups that's why we had a cigarette we're like Love might
1: it. as well do both of them at the same time the go on you want
2: to know about getting, getting smashed in the face it's not a fun
0: experience boy do you get a ringing sound in your ear when you get yes because I've been punching the face mm. like really hard but sucker punched so i wasn't even prepared for it right. so i wasn't like trying to do anything to stop it right and then just hit this like really loud ringing sound in my ear for like two minutes i think um, i was like what the hell just like why'd you do that you're know like. but
1: and I, I i just think you know with fighters uh it's such a different type of animal such mm, a yeah. different breed so right? when you're like, training like you, you said, get
0: smashed in the face while training yes in order to get you accustomed to it
1: Yes, but... And sparring. Sparring is so different now than it was 20, 30 years ago. Because of the gloves? Because people are smarter. And then... Oh. They used, they used they to wanna... beat people up in the mm. gym and then they get to their fight and they, you know, have a good fight or not. But the longevity of their career has gone down significantly. Mm. Now guys spar smartly and a lot better. then they don't go as hard. You looked at guys in the past like Vanderlei Silva, you know, uh, from Brazil... He would go all out every sparring mm. session and literally go to behead the guy he was, he was training with. Jesus. Now we're like, these are our training partners. We want to keep them healthy, yeah. alive, yeah. and able to train with me more so I can get better. Mm. So it's less barbaric, it's more smart, and it's more science. Do yeah. fighters still watch old tapes from their
2: opponents or is that something that just happened like 20 years ago?
1: For sure. Still think. For, yeah, yeah. Because, you because definitely want to know. This is why, Especially I, in MMA, right? You need to know, hey, is this a ground guy? Is this guy going to yeah. go after a double leg on me or yeah. a single when he gets a chance? Is he going to be exposed maybe to a quick knee that I can throw right mm-hmm. there or an uppercut as he's coming in? Or is he going to be more of a stand-up guy with me? Is he a taekwondo guy? Or is he a kickboxing, Muay Thai kind of guy? Mm. So yeah, you definitely want to know who you're fighting and study as much tape as possible. This is, okay. Let me
0: me give you my breakdown on this, okay? Here it is. (laughs) (laughs) The expert. (laughs) No, no, like as, as as a nervous person. And I'll tell you why I loved MMA. Initially, I thought it's two guys in a fight in a cage, beat the shit out of each other, whatever happens, happens, right? Right. The more I got into the sport, the more I realized it needs brains. Right? Because I thought it was barbaric. And um, you know, barbaric sports don't need brains. Like, as in right. limited brains, cool. But like, but then I realized this is like chess. Doesn't matter if the guy's bigger than you, stronger than you, or whatever. But that's why coming back to your point about watching the tapes, right? Mm. It's like, okay, he behaves in such a way. So I'm going to use this. And I've got three rounds, five rounds, whatever it is. I need to keep my breath. I need to keep my stamina. I need to react in this way and counter that way. Right?
1: Right. Right.
0: And I was like, oh my God, this is actually a smart game. Like you need to have brains. It's like playing chess. Human chess match. It's human chess. Yes. Right? It's not random. See, before you think about it as a random barbaric act. Right. The more you learn about it, the more I'm like, this is not random. This is strategy.
1: If you right? if you look at our first brave here, brave sixty three, sure. where Brad Katona from Ireland uh, retained his uh, championship belt, and he had his mastermind coach John Kavanaugh, who's Connor's coach and best friend as well, you see the science in it. And it, Brad Katona is an electrical engineer. Mm. He doesn't need to fight; he wants to fight. Mm. And this guy, we, his nickname is Superman. Uh, because he has the glasses and just so polite and incredible demeanor. But he studies film with John Cavanaugh, like no one you've ever seen. They come up with game plans that no one ever uh, could expect that they come up with. And he, again, he beat Hamza before in a split decision, if you recall, Mm -hmm. and uh, got the belt. And then he just uh, kept the belt by beating uh, Gamzat and, I'll tell you what, there's no... He's like a scientist out there. He that, really is. That's why I love it. He, it's incredible. It's actually educational. Yeah, and People he's People don't realize this. He's a super smart guy. And, yeah. he, and you see him, he's like, oh yeah, I. we knew he was going to do this, so we did that. Exactly. Right? And we knew he'd tire by the third round if I kept doing this and that. And it was so insightful to the mind of the new martial artist, right? The days of the Tank Abbott's And uh, just the hulks coming in there and just smashing things. That's gone. It's gone. I mean, some guys can do it. Hamzat can do it. Chimaev, who is a -hmm. a, a brave prodigy. Um, But even he uh, had a challenge with Gilbert Burns, right? And he was pushed to a new limit. And
0: with Gilbert Burns, what did he say? He didn't follow the strategy. Right. He went against his coaches. Right. Because they had a game plan. Right. But he wanted to show that he can stand up in a war. So his, if you saw in his corner, his coach was shouting at him the whole time. Like, why are you not following the game plan? Best coaches in the world. All-stars yeah. he him in Sweden. And, yeah. uh,
1: shout out to you guys. Uh, All-stars incredible. yeah Um Those guys are just uh, on another level. In training with guys like but Alexander But you see, he, he barely
0: won because he didn't follow the strategy. And that's why I'm saying that's what I find this really interesting. Right. As a smart guy, you come in and you're like, i got to follow this strategy. i got to follow this game plan, right? It's not random. And don't let your ego
1: get to you, right? Don't let your ego get to you. That's, that's big that is a that is a tough one for fighters. Yeah. I think fighters have big egos. And, you know, the, hey, the king has a, a big ego, right? The king of the mountain usually has a big ego. Yeah, And, and to think, to be placed in that position, you have to be... Superman you have to be that guy you know with the cape on that's ready to fly out of the building and save you know the masses it's that's what you're meant to do that's what you're here to do well that's what Arnold used to
2: do right he used to go to his opponents and say you know I told my mom that I've already won
1: how great was I just, that
2: yeah I just can't disappoint her you know what I mean we, I just
1: <laughs> we talked about Ali in uh, boxing but it, it, as far as sport altogether, too Schwarzenegger was incredible doing that unbelievable yeah, yeah unbelievable. To, to tell your opponent Lou Ferrigno and yeah. his family yeah he's with his mom and dad remember at breakfast yes like, yes exactly I, 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 I called home I said I already won and she's so proud right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. but it got in his head <laughs> <laughs> He's like you're a month off. Yeah. It should have been a month from now. The you, you, show. You,
0: you know what's interesting? Two things. Like so, one, Connor. The reason he trash talks a lot because he wants to get into their head before the fight even begun. I, and, and so, if you see him fight, most of his fights, I used to win, like against Aldo, for example. He already was so intimidated
1: that the was fight incredible. was already won. Mentally. Aldo hadn't lost for ten years. Yeah, and, and Connor he came him out in like fussed. he owned him. Like, yeah. He said, I'm your daddy. Even in Brazilian TV, yeah. they said, what's your name? He said, I'm his daddy. Yeah, Tell yeah, yeah. him I'm his daddy. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. So, so that mental, so the, 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 the fight starts before the fight. Right. It's right. the mental warfare, right? right. Just right. get the guy intimidated, then, I, then that's half the fight won.
2: Well, how does the, how's the process starting between choosing two fighters for the
1: next match to fight? You want to see, you know, first of all, who deserves it? Okay. Who's exciting? Who will be a great matchup? um you know and it's more about who who's going to play a role in the rankings for the division Mm. how who who really deserves that shot and how do we move them up the ladder if they win Mm. so there's a lot that's going into it because it's a business it's a business right and it is
2: um there's only so many fights a fighter can do a year as well right true i I mean unless he's he's just you gotta sell going without a hitch and you gotta sell the tickets uh, that's you true. remember
1: Hamzat fought in the UFC like three times in 90 days or something ridiculous. And Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. when he did like two times in like ten days. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean And the different but, weight classes. But he he's old school. <laughs> he's an old school warrior. Um we've had him in Brave. He's a he's a good friend of mine as well. Mm-hmm. And this guy is Do you true. know Hamzat? Yeah, very well. Yeah, very well. We, we can, stay in touch. He, can, can you get him
0: on a podcast? Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
1: what a sales pitch. What a I'm if you're out there, brother. <laughs> listening. I would love this guy there, on the podcast. Yeah, he, he is the man. I mean, there's there's some guys who talk about it and there's some guys who live it. And yeah, he, he, he's about living he it. He lives it. And uh, as you see with his interviews and things with the UFC and all that, he doesn't really care what you think of him. He's going to do what yeah. he, he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, and he's going to back it up. Which yeah, is you is you know, the okay. about him. Who
0: do you think anyone can beat Hamza at the moment? I don't think so. I, I, I he's think not going to speak ill of the man after raising him. No, idea. no. As, as in a fair, a fair question. Yeah, like, I, do you think there's a fighter out there that... Okay. past better, present. Be, past or present. Better, no, 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 no. Better question. Who do you think has the best chance of beating him?
1: Hmm. That's tough. That's really tough because he's so different. He's such a beast. He is, and you know when you uh, when you fight against a guy who's a wet blanket on you, mm. it's a different game, right? All your skills are nullified, you, you know, right? I, if, I, if he he's so good about getting inside, and by the way, if you want to strike with him, he's happy to do that. That's and knock not, you out that, too. He showed that with Gilbert. But but, but remember the guy before that. Was like seventeen He's seconds. Knocked he knocked him out.
0: out. He knocked him out. He said he told Dana. I got hands. Let me show you. Let me show you. But so, but but here's what.
2: Danny, can you look up? There's a fighter. Who here's what I think. Uh, he has the same punching power as a sledgehammer being swung <laughs> down.
1: I uh, Francis Ngannou. <laughs> yeah, but, but right? He, he that, has the same punching no, that's diff- power that's as a different, Ford different, Escort that's a hitting you at thirty miles an hour yeah, or something that's like that. It's crazy. But, but, but that's can a you different weight that? class.
0: You can't compare that.
1: Right. They're not the same weight.
0: Yeah. But what I mean, in his weight
1: class... You can't compare until you get hit by Hamzat. Then you can go, well, okay, yeah, you know, he hits like a heavyweight. So weight.
0: I had a thought. And because we, me and my friends, we talk about this all the time. And I was like, okay, at the moment, I don't see anyone who can beat him, right? But what I can see is like his lifestyle, like as in he started out really poor. He wants to fight to just put food on the table. and yeah. Like that being, you know, being hungry is a big motivator. Yeah. So the number one question I have is like like many other fighters. Now that you become famous, you get money, you're relaxed. Are you going to have the same hunger, like to train the same amount and like go like to war? Or do you get comfy? And I said this biggest weak possible weakness, and maybe it's not, you know what I mean? Because it depends on him. Right. Is will the lifestyle get to him? If the lifestyle gets to him, then other guys have a chance. If he stays the track, then no one
1: has a chance. And he's a guy who stays the track. Hamzad is a guy who doesn't drink. He doesn't mm. party. He's always in the gym. And it's the guys that are able to be coerced into that alternate lifestyle, right? That will yeah. succumb to alcohol G- or whatever temptations G- G- are there. Yeah, those are the guys that that their career could go down. Exactly, and and you know Hamzad's that's
0: the, not like that. That's the funny thing. And so it's like in a modern world, and obviously like. Bring religion into this a little bit. These boys, like Habib and Islam and Hamzat and you know, having that strict Islamic upbringing. values and upbringing, no drinking, no partying, no right. whatever, that gives them an edge, Big time. like a massive edge. It, so whoever's watching this, like that is a massive edge. It's
1: it is. We're not we're not coming into your lifestyle. For all the young fighters out there watching this, anybody who wants to be a fighter watching this, that is completely true. Uh, that's a problem, admittingly, that I will say with, uh, you know, up-and-coming fighters from the United States is there so many temptations for this guy. you become a celebrity in South you can America everything. as well, I imagine. It, exactly. And these gals as well, and they get thrown money and they have, you know, options on what they can do. Yeah, and why should I train 12 hours a day when I can <laughs> party and have beautiful
0: women and do this and do that, right? Right.
2: Yeah, but there's a very different attitude is when you're fighting to be the champion and because you're fighting aggressive uh, attack-wise than when you are the champion, because then you're playing defensive. No, no, but Right? There's a huge difference of mentality. No, 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 like like Arnold it. said, remember right? he said,
1: the, they said the king of the, the hill can only go down. Exactly. That's the king it. of the hill can That's only it. go down. Exactly. But Arnold said, yes, he could, I, but when he wants
0: his to, food, it's there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and this is why I noticed. So like with normal fighters, they get, they get a fight, they go into a three, four month strict training camp, Right? but when they finish the fight, they can relax, have some drinks, go like enjoy their lives. These guys, no, it's like 12 months. Yeah, but I'm still training, I'm still training. While you're relaxing, I'm training. Yeah, but recovery is also part of training, right? No, no, there's recovery and there's recovery, right? So there's like, okay, you can chill and just do nothing. I wouldn't call that recovery, but okay. <laughs> or, or, or you can go like boozing, enjoying, whatever. No, I'm saying a lot of these big fighters and in boxing as well, right? It's not just in the UFC. Like, it's just general. It's human nature. Look at, look at Khabib. You get money, you get fame. Right? Look sure. at Kabib. Money sure.
1: didn't change him. Money yeah. didn't alter him. He's still the same guy. He's focused as ever. He's now coaching, right? And doing yeah. a great job. And, but, and, but and, I mean, he, and
0: he had the best quote. He said, money doesn't change a man. Money shows who he is. Right. Yeah, but don't you feel like
2: <laughs> right? the, the reason Mike Tyson managed to remain so long on top is because when he went to jail for, I think, what was it, 90 days or a little oh, longer? No, he was a couple of years in couple jail. A couple of years yeah. in jail, yeah. At yeah. the prime of his
1: career. Exactly, but it, but
2: it, and that, that really then put him in a situation where he was like, I want to get all that back. No, no, but if, right? he, if
0: you see Mike Tyson, it, Mike Tyson is a great example of this because he was undefeated beast so fast. Then he went into the whole drugs and chill and booze. And he would be boozing the night before his fight. Like, right. He doesn't care. Right. You know what I mean? Because he knows he has the power. Right. But he didn't have the speed. He lost the speed because Custer. of that lifestyle. But Mike Tyson will tell us say, he says that himself. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's because he went on the, that what I'm talking about is the lifestyle that as an athlete, as a fighter
1: takes it, you off. If he never changed, no one would ever have beaten him. You're, and you're bringing up a very, very good point. Because when you compare countries and work ethics and training that has to come into effect where sure. someone is drinking and injuring their body, that's staying it. out late and partying, and, and the same group is not, who's going to eventually be The superior? guy who's not.
0: And, and that's what makes sense about when people wonder, they're like, oh, these Dagestani boys are different. Are they? Maybe they're not. Maybe it's just because they don't drink. They, they train all the time. Pray, go home, repeat. You know what I mean? This is what right. they do every day. Mm. They don't have days off. Yeah, so but maybe, that, your, maybe it's a lifestyle that's different. But it's you not your body, your genetics, or your DNA.
2: But in your argument, the USSR should have failed, but they won 19, 19, 1957, the Olympics, right? And they won it like no one else's business, right? And, no, and, and uh, no, Russia
0: I'm, is still it, way up there. It's not that. If you see, like, I'm just saying, mm. these. Fighters from Chechnya Dagestan, whatever, sure, who have the strict lifestyle. And when I say strict lifestyle, it's not I'm not talking religion here. Mm. This has right. to do with health and mm. your body. Right. Alcohol obviously destroys your body. Mm-hmm. They don't drink, mm-hmm. so if you don't drink, you're bored, and they don't go out partying. They don't have nothing else to do. They're not up till four in the morning. They're six not in the
1: morning. They're, they're, exactly. They're yeah, not fair. And, fair. They're
0: only, and they're not interested in womanizing and right. whatever. So, what are they interested in?
1: If you've ever, they're interested in winning, and that's what they do, and fighting, yeah,
0: like that's their interest. Twenty-four hours a day, three sixty-five days a year. We've had a couple. You can't compete against that.
1: In our our last event was on in Rostov on Don, Russia, Mm. Um, and I'll tell you what—it's a testimony to what these guys are really all about. They're all business. I mean all business Mm. and their only goal is to win in that cage Mm. so you compare that with another country that has so many different options of what these guys are all about and they're trying to brand themselves right they're marketing themselves these guys don't care about that yeah it's like like, like khabib right sure he's just he's just gonna win and until today until today he
0: thinks same and by the way every fighter khabib trains wins it's very dis. and they asked like fighters that come into his camp what's the difference he's like it's like going to the military when you're with Khabib sure there's no messing around you know what I mean it's harder it's stronger because because this is what their life is about this is their joy and I'm saying like for example with Sugar Sean what does he say oh you know just finish the fight I'm not gonna think about another fight I'm gonna go have some you know go to the club have have some amazing chick then go smoke some weed and whatever. You know right. what I mean? But it's like, but in fight camp, I'm concentrated. That's, he's talking about three months. Right. Mm. These guys are 12 months. Right. Every year. It's their whole lives. It's playing. alive. So it's that lifestyle difference. It's got nothing to do with religion. It's about the lifestyle difference.
1: And that evolution for those guys in particular, that's why they will always stay right on top. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, they're always going to be a force that you have to deal with. Mm. Um. Brazil really is the godfather of mixed martial arts, right? And we've seen back in the day, Brazil was the only, really the only game in town, especially with Royce Gracie coming out and Jiu-Jitsu mm. and all that. And we've seen since 1993, that evolution yeah. that you have to now be a complete fighter yeah. To be able to win yeah. in the cage. Yeah. Back in that day, you could be just a ground specialist yeah. and win. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that anymore. Of course. Yeah. I
2: mean, the skill level has gone up and up and up. as it become more and more competitive, yeah. right? right? Like somebody who, who is maybe third level or third grade skill-wise or technique-wise, 10 to 15 years ago, might have become a champion. While well, today, they're by, by grade. By they're, the way, they're not right.
0: getting anywhere. Right. In MMA, what's amazing is the sport keeps evolving. So when you think you know every skill, then a new fighter comes along and does a new trick. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen that before. Right. Like we still don't know what full who, MMA is.
2: Who's that guy who 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 does like a suplex and then does an armbar mid jump? Ah, uh, DJ. Yeah. Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, he's been training Incredible. that for like a two or three years to be able to do that like on command, which it's, is incredible, literally
1: taking a guy down, yeah, right, and in transition going to an R bar. yeah, it's ha- one of the craziest see, athletic things. Innovations.
0: You'll ever see. It's always evolving. That's yeah. what I'm saying. What I'm surprised about is not seeing more Iranian fighters in an, in UFC, mm. and maybe that's got to do with politics. Don't know, right? Because and the reason I say that is because Iranians are famous for wrestling, right? As much as Dagestan is famous for wrestling, right? Iranians always win gold medals in wrestling. Yeah. Like, they are coming. the wrestling kings.
1: They're coming. I Benil Daryush is an of-
0: American Iranian. He's not an Iranian Iranian. Right? Right. As in, grew up in Iran, you know? Right. I'm surprised, because I'm, I'm waiting. And I bet if people were scouting in Iran... They're gonna find next level fighters yeah. that can compete with Dagestan. Yeah. Sure,
2: when MBS also has come out and says that he wants the European Union in the GCC, then we will might see that day happening. But I don't see that any time no, in the next five
0: no, years. No, no, but that's why I pulled out the no, cigarettes. No, <laughs> no, 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 but no, but honestly, what I'm yeah, saying. I
2: mean, we might as well ask when our transvestites gonna compete against men no, against no, women. No, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> ask that. You can't
0: ask that. Yeah, you can't ask that. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, as a serious question, that's why when I saw Benin Dariush, Who's an American Iranian? Hmm. I'm listening to you. He's like on nine nine fight winning streak right now.
1: Which which? uh, Benil
0: Daryush. Yes. He's done nine fights. Yeah. He's an American Iranian. Right. Right. But do you know what it is? Is that's why I understood Dagestan when I saw him. It's genetics. Some countries just have stronger bones, I guess. I guess. I don't know, I, dude. I mean, we haven't seen China either.
2: Americans, be the Americans. True. If you if you see True.
0: if you see Americans, they're big. Yeah, Americans are big and strong. Sure, but they have their right. but they have their passion.
2: Their BMI is also off the charts. There's no questions about that. But like, I mean, a, I mean like, you, a, like what is it? Didn't they say recently the DoD um, that uh, they're having trouble finding participants who, who would fit an active military duty. Just because the sedentary and unhealthy lifestyle, they're they're having difficulties finding people to to even begin training right. to qualify. Right. Isn't and that crazy? Their and
1: weight is off the chart, right? So they can't even accept Except them. Accept them. Yeah.
2: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And and I mean, the Middle East suffers from the same issue, obviously, from the the sugar diet and stuff like that. We've got, we've got like what is it? Like thirty percent of the population is obese. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the USA number is probably. Sixty percent, wouldn't it be, or not 50? as
2: not You're as bad, not as bad as Mexico. Mexico is almost like seventy. It's crazy. The the the, the by, by that But LA. that
1: food in Mexico
0: is right? delicious. Come what on. can he but say? Tacos, yeah. Burritos, have have, I love have you ever heard of kushti? Kushti. So in Iran, see, I'm Persian, right? Ah. So that's why I know, right? But in Iran, their national sport is called kushti, which is wrestling. By oh, the way, okay. isn't that the same thing with like the Turkish? But it's Iranian wrestling. Is different to Olympic wrestling. It's like they train different. They're not like built guys. They're like guys with stomachs, but they're like strong. You know what I mean? Right. right. Strong man sort of thing. Strong man, yeah. Yeah, but but it's only a local sport. So, you know, I I noticed in Dagestan they said they have samba, right? Because which is a Russian military level wrestling. That's why they're so good.
1: Right.
0: Iranians have kushti. So they start in Kushti as a kid, whatever, you know, and then they obviously go because they want to go to the Olympics, so they go Olympic wrestling. Right. But if you notice, they mostly in every Olympics, if you ever see medals from Iran, it's either in wrestling or Taekwondo. These are their two sports. They're fighters. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: That's, that's their sport. And to, to combine those two together will produce a great warrior. That's it. Warriors that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I. I uh, speaking of get hit up, I get hit up from guys all over the world. What do you What do you do, do, do with fight? them? What do you do with them? I direct them to Sam or or the Hawks. and I appreciate, that.
2: and I'm sure they appreciate that. They do, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, because in my role, right? I'm not. Mm. I can't place you in a fight, but I can help. Um, yeah. get you there if if that's what you want, and and if you were talented enough to be there. Yeah.
0: Then I have a question for you. Yes. Is, do you think there's money in being like almost, not donking because that's a shaheed job, but like being like a manager for these fighters? Do you invest in these fighters? Definitely. Being a KHK almost, you know what I mean? But you mm-hmm. just get one fighter. What was that black guy? You invest left? in him and take him to open doors for him, get him into the fights. Is think, there money in that?
1: I think there is if you have... Five fighters, ten fighters, right? So you, you you can't just in case rely it has to, to be one. on scale.
0: Yeah, because in you case did... they lose,
1: Danny, who is if that... you put all your eggs in one basket, right? You get If they lose, yeah.
0: you're done. Danny, so...
2: who was that guy with who with that black guy? He had like a, who was short and had a an afro. The white. He was a fight fixer. Fight fixer. Uh, matchmaker or. I think he fixed fights as fixed well. Fixed fights, wow! Yeah, uh, it was. He, I think he was um, uh, Muhammad Ali. He was.
0: Uh, Don, you talk about Don King.
2: Was it Don King?
0: He's a promoter. He's like a, sh-
2: Don, Don, a short, short guy, Afro, white, big, big, big his- white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don yeah, yeah, King.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don King. But he Don sold, King was 6'5". or something. He, he stole like a hundred million big... dollars from Mike Tyson.
1: It, it, was it him? I think
0: they... it was three hundred million. Ooh. It was three hundred million. Uh, <laughs> so Mike Tyson was trying to. By the way, he stole from Muhammad Ali first. Then he stole from Mike Tyson. And the funniest thing is, I don't know if you know this, but like, so Mike Tyson out of prison, blah, blah. Don King's like, yo, i got a deal for you. Gonna make $20 million. You know what I mean? Sends him the private jet. Come, come see me so we can sign the contract. And Mike Tyson's on the plane and he's looking and he's doing a lot of cocaine at the time. Right. Mike Tyson tells the story. Right. And he's like, he's doing so much cocaine. And he's like, then I was like looking at the plane. I was like, this is my plane. He's using my money for this plane. So so it's really my plane. Mm. Right. It's like, fuck this guy. So then they go meet and he beats the shit out of Don King in the fucking car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's a different guy. Mike Tyson said, I'm broke. Yeah. I have nothing. Mm. About to make $20 million. But he's like, the cocaine got to my head. And he's like, so I start beating the
1: shit out of Don King in the fucking car. And then Don King leaves, leaves him on the highway. You know what I mean? He's a different guy. I... Uh, I was part of bringing Mike Tyson to India for uh, a, a league that they had over there. Okay. Jesus we went, Christ! We went over to Mike's house in Las Vegas, uh, talked to him, got him to to go. And he then seems in, like a
0: nice guy now.
1: He is. He's a great guy. He, he's a great guy. You just have to um, be careful around him. Be careful with what you say. You don't want to catch him in the wrong mood. Yeah. But when we went to his house, his wife was amazing. She came out prepped everybody, Mike will be out. What questions do you have for him? It's kind of like you know watching, watching the tiger, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mike came out and she would make sure everybody had waters and that Mike didn't get upset, right? Or frustrated because they were having him you know sign some things and do some yeah. you know, promos and things like that. And um, man, I tell you, when we went to India, I interviewed Mike over there in front of the no Indian people. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. And uh, they just—I don't care how hey, old hey, they were. They hey knew Carlos, him.
0: hey Carlos, you know. Like, right. thank, thanks for having hey, me, doing me here. Carlos. <laughs>
1: Good to see you. But yeah, he was. But he was so loved and revered by grandmothers of and course. grandfathers. He's and a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Well, they, they went crazy over him. And uh, I think that was in uh, Mumbai that we were at. Yeah. And man, the the crowd—it was sold out, and you know everybody was there really to see the fights, but. Really, to see Mike. Mike, yeah, of course. Just such an incredible guy. He was my favorite fighter growing up. I'd always watch. He's always been my favorite fighter. Right? There was no... Like, like, even... Like, I know
0: Mike loves Muhammad Ali, and everyone loves Muhammad
1: Ali. He passed away recently, yeah.
0: Yeah, but for me, Mike was... Mike like he was right. the most exciting fighter to watch right
1: especially for a heavyweight right yeah you didn't see big guys yeah that had exactly that violence no in that uh I know uh, but how, f- how
0: fast Mike moves for a heavyweight right if you
1: actually watch and he's not that big of a guy if you stand that... next to him you'd be surprised you're like wow this he, guy he takes was... out the top heavyweights in the world but he was fast beheaded? fast lethal have movie. you
2: yeah. have you seen that with TMZ where some guy in an airplane who was sitting next to him, yes, yes, yes. Beckling him, and, and, he be, it, and he beat him up, and yeah. he beat him up, yeah, yeah. and and when asked for an interview, he said, "Yeah, I got punched by Mike Tyson. That's a story for a lifetime." Right.
1: <laughs> Drunk guy, yeah, it yeah.
0: made his life. It
1: made his life, right? He, he, and I think he may have sued him too. Yeah, on exactly. Top of it, right, like you know. right,
0: Carlos. I want to ask you a question. Which I want to clip this. Okay. Okay. So the, the, this bit, Dan, editor, whoever's watching, I want to clip this bit.
2: Then look towards the camera if you want it. Otherwise, they're going to see the back of your head. I want
0: to clip this bit, all right? And this is a question to Carlos. Sure. Carlos, I want you to sell the fight that's coming up. The, the fight night that's coming up.
2: Ask that question while looking into the camera. Otherwise, the camera is just going to capture
0: know? the side of your head, right? No, it's not about clipping me. I yes, want to but clip you want him. to clip
2: the question, what you're asking, no? So that when people uh, see it, they fine. see you asking the question.
0: Well, okay. Are you, do you have the response in mind? Sure. I want you to sell, it's Friday, right?
1: What day is the fight? Friday, the 28th of October.
0: Friday, yeah. So, Carlos, why should people come out to watch Friday's night? Who's
1: fighting and what makes it exciting? We have possibly the greatest card in the history of Brave Combat Federation going on on Friday night. The 28th of October at Khalifa Sports City, we have Hamza Kuhedji, the pride of Bahrain, carrying an entire country on his back once again, the prince's own fighter. He is going in an incredible battle against Colombia's Eduardo Mora. And this guy's called the El Buro, the bull. He is <laughs> nicknamed that for a reason. This is going to be a battle of will, a battle of skill, and a battle of complete dedication and love for the game. That's our main event, okay? Getting to our co-main event, we've got Jose Shorty-Torres, who I talked about before, Mm. from the UFC, a superstar on his own. He's a member of KHK Team Bahrain, and he's fighting in the co-main event. We've also got Ahmed Laban. I don't know if you've heard of this man, but he is the closest thing to Bruce Lee that you will see in a cage. Mark my words, you're going to see excitement, but he's going against Carl Booth, who's known as the bomber. This guy just drops bombs from everywhere. That's another fight on the card. It's stacked. We're talking eight pro fights that are just next level. You have to be there. The intensity, the electricity, the feeling, the vibration, everything is going to be on another level. So we'll see you there on Friday night. You guys both are going to be my guests. Appreciate so it. I can't wait to have you
2: but for the people out there are there any tickets left because I'm kind of oh. want to buy one at this point I mean if it's sold out I'm, 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 I'm in trouble
1: yeah go to Brave Combat Federation and uh, you can look up on the Instagram how to get tickets
0: purchase them by, by the way guys Wanasa time they sell the tickets so go check out their
1: website
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know if that's accurate or not
1: You know, check out Brave Combat Federation website. Yeah, you're going to get the information and see how to purchase the tickets. It's always an incredible affair when we're in the country, the magnificent kingdom of Bahrain, and we have Hamza fighting. It's an electricity that you can't see anywhere. And usually uh, when Hamza fights are standing room only, the crowd is... So energetic and so supportive and, and loving. But the great thing about the Bahraini people is no matter if Hamza brings it and, to, and wins or not, they respect the other fighter in the cage as well. So it's just a, uh, an incredible testimony to the beauty of the game and how far we've evolved but get your tickets now. It's something you don't to Because want the last miss. time
2: I checked, it was running out quick. I mean, it was, you really had to like fucking book ahead. I know, months, by the way, by the way. I, so if you can I, find I, anything right, I would I book got, it like I
0: got, immediately. Yeah. I, I got kicked out of my VIP tickets for that event. They said, I have to be on the stand because Hamza's fight sold out. You know what I mean? To right. give room to everyone else. Right.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, is that the sales pitch? Or do you guys want to no, add no, anything no, else? That was good. Then we'll good. edit it together, no, so no, it no, sounds but, like. But, but that, yeah. was good. That, that, that was Coherent. Friday <laughs>
1: good. night, brave nation, be there. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be another incredible night, all made possible by His Highness Sheikh Khalid bin Hamad Al Khalifa and the Hawk Muhammad Shahid. Brave Combat Federation, are you ready for Friday night? Boom! I Perfect. think that's a wrap for today.